0: Welcome to the Recovery Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Miller. I'm a stroke survivor and grateful recovering alcoholic. Today, I'm going to be talking about quit holding on to the past. I've talked previously about multitasking, and I know lots of people, I've talked about it, who sit in meetings and get other stuff done while they're in meetings at work. Um, especially with online meetings. Um, I mean, we sit, honestly, we sit in so many meetings throughout each day. I don't know how we get anything done, but you know how, uh, how I say, if you aren't giving something your full attention, I call it half-assing. Even when you're on the phone with a friend or a family member and they're cooking dinner or driving. Uh, you know, you can hear like waves in the background or they're walking their dog. I do that a lot. I'm walking my dog while I'm talking to people on the phone or whatever. And you can tell that you don't have the other person's full attention. Like for me, I'm constantly saying autumn heel autumn heel <laughs> because she's always t- trying to take a step further ahead so she has a problem pulling so um we've gone through uh, a lot of training for her to actually stay at my heel and uh she tends to get a little excited and inch forward so I try to like not let her get too ahead of herself uh or get out ahead of me. Um, So I'm always going, Autumn, heal. So it probably is annoying to the person on the phone. Um, But when we're listening and fill in the blank, whatever you're doing, we're half-assing someone. That's what I call it. And that relationship is not getting nurtured. You know, we think that we're on the phone because we're Oh, you know, this is my time today that I get to talk to my friend, and we're gonna, you know, connect for the for the the day. Um, and in fact, depending on who you're who you're listening to, you could actually be offending them by half-ass listening, and then you're actually damaging the relationship. They're getting off the phone and they're thinking, you know, what that was. It's rude, number one. Why am I, why was I even talking? Like, I just wanted to stop talking and be like, are you listening, you know? So, therefore, therefore, by half-assing, we're potentially making things worse. Um, Whatever we're doing, if we're trying to do two things, we are potentially making something, one of those two things, worse by giving it half of our attention. So I wanted to apply this concept on a much larger scale. So imagine you're looking at files on your computer and you have two folders. One of the folders is called Past, P-A-S-T, and the other one is called Future. Okay, you can only open one folder to see what's inside and work on it work on whatever is is inside it would you choose to work on your past or your future so each folder represents uh your past or your future because you can't do both you can't look inside two folders at the same time right just like we can't multitask worrying about the past Keeps us from planning for the future. So, if we try, where if we try to do both, you know, if I'm obsessed about uh, what I'm missing uh, at the job that that I've had to walk away from, if I'm if I'm worrying and obsessing and grieving about what I'm missing, then I'm missing the opportunity to plan for my future, to get excited about whatever opportunity is ahead of me. So if we try to do that, we're half-assing our future and we only get one shot at it. And um, all day long, since I, since I took this note, all day long I've been thinking of the Eminem song, One Shot, <laughs> For two days now I've been thinking of the Eminem song uh, One shot So I'm hoping that this episode will help me get that out of my head Or I can put it in your head <laughs> So there's a part of the song that says uh, You better lose yourself in the music The moment you own it You better never let it go You only get one shot Do not miss your chance to blow This opportunity comes once in a lifetime um, no, I am not a rapper, but it's one of my favorite songs. Actually, I really like Eminem. Um, and it's, you know, that's, that's what I'm thinking of is right now in my life, I am in an opportunity. Not only did I not see coming, but that will never be here again, you know, um, and, and that's why I was thinking of this Eminem song. And so I thought about, do I want to talk about, uh, in this episode, do I want to talk about letting go, which I think I already had a, a podcast about letting go, um, or do I want to talk about embracing the future? Uh, you know, I was like, I was dividing the two of them. And like, which direction do I go? Do I go to the past and talk about how we don't want to obsess about the past? Or do I talk about the future and how important it is to, um, to focus on the future. But what I want to talk about is why we can't do both. The importance of of acknowledging when we get in some kind of thought loop about the past. So, what I what I was thinking about was my experience um, at my previous job. Let's see, previous, previous, so three jobs ago. <laughs> um, I was thinking about some some lessons that I learned there. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about, about that. um, Because that's just where my brain was going. So what I was thinking of is, you don't have to stop being scared to do something, you know, move towards something new in your future. It's okay to be scared when you're walking towards it and and that's how i feel right now i feel scared about whatever is ahead of me you know and i talked about this to my boyfriend i said i'm filled with a lot of fear and i'm grieving a lot about what i'm missing you know from my from my career and he said back to me when you think about being fearful And you think about grieving, think about what we say to the kids all the time. He said, we always tell the kids that change is a positive thing. And it's not until we learn how to accept change that we're going to be better at this living thing. Because that's what life is about. It's about change. If I did not have this situation going on, um, I would be still doing the same thing. You know, I would be comfortable in what I was doing. I think comfortable makes it sound like I wasn't growing, but I was challenging myself within that career. And others were, you know, leaders were challenging me as well. So it's not that I wasn't growing. But I was, in a way, comfortable. I was comfortably growing. Um, and so to be walking away from that that comfort, that consistency, um, it makes me sad. And so I thought, well, not only do I not have to stop being scared, to move forward I can move forward with with being scared also but I can move forward being sad too and I have felt a lot of sadness in my life and sadness is one of those feelings that tends to make me stop in my tracks it makes me sink it makes me dig my heels in and it makes me stand still and what i'm what i'm talking about today is carrying that pain with me as i travel so carrying the fear the sadness the discomfort the uncertainty carrying it with me as i travel rather than thinking I need to stop and, and you know, like imagine I've got a backpack on. I mentioned it yesterday, having this backpack. Imagine that in my backpack I've got fear, sadness, pain, discomfort, and uncertainty. I've got that all in my backpack. Well, I have always stopped and felt like I needed to unload the backpack. Before I could keep going on the path, you know, if I'm on a hiking pack path, like I have to stop, unpack all of that stuff that's weighing me down that pain and fear, and, and sadness and discomfort and uncertainty, I have to take it out of my backpack, because I'm going to move slower if I'm carrying that along with me. And what I'm realizing today, literally today, <laughs> is that I don't have to do that. I don't I don't have to unpack it. And I was thinking about my job th- three jobs ago and how I was a trainer. And so I used to travel um, internationally. And I would train people, some didn't speak English, I I don't know how they passed the class. But I guess they knew just enough that they could follow along and stuff. But um, I was so full of fear and anxiety when I had to do that, because I didn't apply for that job. I was, um, we had a reorg, and I was appointed as trainer. And I was like, Oh my, you know, I mean, imagine, I have had so much anxiety over my lifetime with public speaking. And um, I mean, I remember in college having this public speaking class and like my face would shake. I was so nervous about it. And um, so I was still in my 20s when when I had to travel to Rome and London to do these trainings, I was terrified. But I didn't have a choice. You know, I had extreme anxiety. But I didn't have a choice. My job told me to do this leadership told me to do it. So I just stuck that fear in my backpack. And I you know, in my suitcase in that in that case, and I and I traveled, and I went there and I did it. And what I didn't realize at the time, but what I realized today is I thought that was weighing me down back then. I thought that that was making it more difficult and making me less successful at what I had to do because I didn't do it seamlessly. I was scared. My voice was shaking, you know. Um, But what was actually happening when I look back now as a 49-year-old is that that fear and anxiety and discomfort was actually like a hot air balloon carrying me forward and up, enabling me to see life's lessons from a higher viewpoint if I didn't have that discomfort I would have just walked amongst everybody else you know trudged the road just like everybody else but that height heightened emotion and challenge actually lifted me higher than the other people around me and allowed me to learn, to to have, to gain a lesson from it. And what I know today is if I don't feel uncomfortable, then that means I'm not working hard enough. That means I'm not pushing up against my limitations to break them down. And if I use up all my energy focusing on the past you know, thinking about what have I done in my past that, that caused me fear and anxiety, and, and what are those things that, that I did while I was feeling that, and I was right. I had every reason to be anxious because I failed. I had every reason to be fearful because I was hurt. What are those things that I'm looking at in the past that, that are causing me to keep carrying that stuff in my backpack. If I keep spending all my energy focusing backward and looking in that backpack and trying to unpack it, then I'm not going to have any energy to apply to my future. I've talked about how sad I've been thinking about missing my life the way it was when I was a kid. I just, I have such heartwarming memories of living in our townhouse and it was like my, my safe, small little world that was made just for me. We lived in Leesburg. We lived in, uh, uh, Crestwood if any of you know where that is on Catoctin Circle so it's just I felt like the world was so small and I felt like you know as a kid I felt like the world was fashioned just for me you know that's what I felt like as a child and sometimes I catch myself because of that because of having those beautiful memories and having a hard time not being sad when I look back to them because of that I catch myself sometimes in the middle of what I call like a snapshot moment I I talk about take a snapshot when you're in the middle of something that you want to remember for the rest of your life I find myself being in the middle of a snapshot moment and thinking, hold on, hold on to it. Just hold on to it, you know, hold on to this very moment. And then it's gone. And where am I when it's gone? When the moment passes, where am I? Am I still here in the moment? Or am I still traveling backward with the moment? You know, did I stay in the moment and I'm not here in the present? Sometimes I feel like I am. Sometimes I feel like as a moment passes, a beautiful moment passes, that I go with it. And I stay there in it. And that's what I mean by when I reference I'm standing still. I feel like most of my life I've been standing still. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I can't move forward if I'm standing still. You know, I can't, I can't move towards my future if I'm standing still, looking back at my past. I have to unclasp that moment and snap back into the present. So I want you to try this exercise and it's important that you actually get up and do it like get up and do this exercise sometime in your free time. I don't care if somebody makes fun of you do it with your kids do it with your husband uh, or your wife whatever. So get uh, two sticky notes out and on one of the sticky notes write the word past and on the other sticky note write the word future. And you're going to stick the sticky notes to opposite walls in a room. And then you're going to go to the middle of the room, stand in the middle of the room, and face the sticky note that says future. So that means that the sticky note that says past is behind you. And you don't see it. You can't see it. So you're standing in the middle of the room. You're facing the sticky note that says future. The sticky note that says past is on the wall behind you. Now you're going to slowly, while you remain facing the future, slowly take steps backward. Moving you closer to the sticky note that says past. But you're going to remain looking at the future sticky note. So what is happening? The future appears further and further away. So when you actually go through the motions with your body, you can see that the future continues to get smaller and smaller and further and further away and the importance of doing this with your body and actually putting the sticky notes on the wall and looking at it with your own eyes and watching it get smaller and smaller for the, uh, the future watching it get further and further away is because this action is going to instill a new perception in you about what it means to focus on the past. The more energy you are putting into focusing on the past is stealing away from the energy you have to invest in the future. And if you don't have that energy, To invest in the future, the future is a little less bright, it gets smaller, and it gets further and further away. So that's what I've got for you today. Pretty cool. Do the exercise. And then the next time you find yourself, you know, you're riding on the metro, you're taking a walk, you're sitting at your desk at work, and you're thinking about something that has happened in the past, remember that. Remember that every moment that you spend thinking about your past, you're stealing energy away from investing in your future and planning for your future. So thanks so much for listening. Um, I wanted to share that our uh, followers are increasing by the day. It's super exciting. I'm really enjoying this. I'm so happy to have you along for the ride, and, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.